Q&A. Everybody, it's Q&A. Okay, that was really cheesy. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's MJ here, and I am going to be doing a Q&A. You guys have been asking some amazing questions lately, and I wanna make sure to respond and get that to you. So if you have any more questions, stick them in the comments below. Be sure to let me know you like these Q&A videos by hitting thumbs up. The thumbs ups really help me understand which content you guys like, and without further ado, let's begin. So this is in no particular order whatsoever. Our first question is from Sarah Des one What kind of martial arts do you do? What would you recommend and what do you like? Um, currently, we are doing Krav Maga and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. These, um, the school that we're in actually focuses more on the self-defense tactical standpoint of the martial arts itself rather than the art as most martial arts school focuses on. So basically from a practical standpoint, if you're put in a compromising uh, situation, how are you going to gain control and get out of it in the best possible case scenario? So it's a lot of fun, but very physically and psychologically challenging as well. If you want to go with something more artistic, that's more traditional and not so violent, I really like Aikido. LNVS says, I'd be interested in how you got started in homeschooling. What do the girls think of it and what are our plans, long-term curriculums, methods, etc." This is a hefty question, but I am going to be doing a homeschool video for you guys because you guys have been asking this for a really long time and I'm so sorry I haven't gotten it to you. I think because the girls were so young, like a year or two ago, and we were just getting started, it was hard for me to really establish anything solid, but now that we've been doing this for almost a couple years, I'm willing to share with you guys that. So stick around for that if you want to know. Um, as far as what made us choose, really it's just because we feel like the time with our girls is so short and we really enjoy it. So at the moment, we feel like it's fun homeschooling. We learn a lot. We get to really engage. They learn a lot quicker because they're not waiting for the classroom to you know, kind of keep up with them. And they're able to direct themselves in a way that makes learning actually fun. And so at the moment, we're really enjoying it. We're always open to maybe give, getting them into school if it, you know, the curriculum reaches outside of what our knowledge is or if they feel like they're interested in that. That's something that's always been an open door for us. Currently, they get a lot of their socialization through groups that are local here as well as participating in many uh, extracurricular activities. So their schooling curriculum isn't just focused on the basics of what they need. We tend to expand further out than what they might experience in school as well as apply a lot practically into everyday life and involving a lot of physical activity in that as well. So again, if you want to uh, find out more and just kind of more detail on how we go about this as far as our schedule and the curriculum goes, stick around because I'm going to be doing a video on that here shortly. Thank you, Ellen, for your question. Uh, Dill Halter's evil twin. I don't know who Dill Halter is, but you don't seem very evil. <laughs> uh, can you do a video giving advice on teens or people dependent to their parents who want to get into minimalism and veganism. Um, as far as minimalism goes, it's pretty simple. If you just ask yourself what adds value to my life and choose to allow the things that do in 
and remove or exclude yourself from the things that don't. I mean, of course, when you're under your parents' roof, that can be difficult. You might get dragged to some family or social event that you don't feel like adds value and you gotta show up anyways. But this is a chance for you to really incorporate that minimalism philosophy and say, well, I'm in this situation. How can I either add or get value out of this? It could be simply um, looking at things and deciding how you don't want to uh, focus on your life. It could be giving a listening ear to people there, even though you might not be interested in the topics or they might seem a little shallow, but giving them some sort of value or adding just small tidbits of love and understanding, those sorts of things, believe it or not, will in turn feed into your life and it will allow you to practice the ability to sort in your mind, even though you can't control those situations. When it comes to your food and dietary habits, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say that every parent would because I mean, everybody's different. I've definitely had parents say some things that were kind of weird to me, but I think most parents would be really rejoicing if you chose to eat healthier. You said, mom, you know, instead of those expensive chips or, you know, pre-made uh, foods, if you can just get me like carrots and, and salads and these dressings and I'll make my own food if you take responsibility for it, I can't see why a parent wouldn't want to support that and moreover kind of just rejoice in that because it's a really awesome thing for a child to see your child become independent and make really good healthy choices. So starting small and starting in areas that you can uh, have control in is the best place to be. Kogihina, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. Um, how do my daughters eat and how are their meals structured? I have a three-year-old girl who refuses to taste especially fruits and vegetables. My kids eat the same way that we eat. So what we prepare, it's what's on the table. Um, one of the things that we started at a very early age is just simply not introducing crap food. This doesn't mean we withhold it from them because I think there's a balance. You know, if you completely tell your kids you're never allowed to eat like candy or anything like that ever, I think it's setting them up to rebel in the future, especially as they get older and begin to make their own choices. You want them to be able to experience it, but create good habits around it with your help and guidance. So if you have a child that's having a hard time eating, the easiest thing is to literally remove all the stuff that they prefer that's unhealthy over the stuff that's healthy. And a lot of times you can even make some agreements with them. For example, if my kids are like, I really want pancakes for breakfast, this sounds so awesome. And once in a while we do, we do family pancakes for breakfast. We'll say, you know what, you can have the pancakes, but you need to eat your little bowl of fruits and veggies before, and then after the pancakes are getting made, then you can have some. So we, we make these little agreements that help them, but the biggest thing is to really cut out the stuff that alters the taste buds and the perception of food, because if they're going to school and eating gummy bears and Oreo cookies, it's gonna be really hard for their taste buds to wanna eat the fresh fruits and veggies. It alters the taste buds that it tastes really, really bad to them, but once you remove it, like a carrot, it tastes so sweet and they love carrots and they love cucumbers. And so once in a while, let them have those treats. Understand there's gonna be that recalibration period, getting back on track, it's totally normal, but have a simple conversation with them. You know, it really helps when they understand. They seem really young, but they really do understand when you say, mommy and daddy want you to be healthy, 
we don't want you to get sick. We don't want your belly to feel bad. So we can have these fun foods, but we need to balance it out by being responsible and taking care of our bodies as well. Otherworldly Vibe says, what does your hair, skin, and teeth care routines consist of? Super, super simple. My routines are super simple. They're consistent and they're conscious, but they're simple, meaning that I just don't not think about it. Um, if you guys haven't seen my hair, uh, healthy hair um, tips video, you can check that out. I'll stick it in the link above. As far as my skin, I just use coconut oil. I really like exfoliating with sea salt in the shower. I like to use minimal products as much as possible. Sea salt is antibacterial, antifungal. It is a great way to really cleanse the skin and um, exfoliate all the dead skin and dirt off of it. Um, if you wanna add a little bit of essential oils to it, that's awesome too. Some people like bath sugars. It doesn't really work well for my skin, so you kinda have to play around with it because different skin has different pH and stuff. I tend to be more on the dry side, so I'll do that and follow it up with coconut oil after for moisturization. As far as my teeth go, we just use bentonite clay toothpaste. I really make sure we go with the glycerin-free stuff because the glycerin, um, we found was kind of coating our teeth and with all the fresh fruits and veggies that we eat, it started to do something weird with enamel, like stain it. So we do the Redmond's Earth Paste. I'll go ahead and stick that in the link below if you wanna check that out. So we've got a couple more questions before we wrap this up. Our next question is from Tarot Beans, wondering if there are any caveats to the adrenal fatigue diet. Yes, 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 there, there are. It's super important to understand, at least from my experience, that when it comes to adrenal fatigue, your body has the inability to regulate blood sugars, but almost in the opposite effect that somebody who's diabetic or has high blood, uh, blood sugar levels or um, low insulin, because insulin is what regulates the peaks down. Uh, the adrenal fatigue syndrome is, ha is the issue of regulating the lower peaks and bringing the sugars back up. So if you're eating anything that's going to cause a peak, even though you're making the insulin that brings it down, it's gonna go way, way down and there's not enough cortisol to pick that back up. And that actually causes a lot of issues. And I started feeling this more recently because there were the holidays and I was like, I want orange juice and I want my fruit. And I just kind of let myself binge a little more on the sugary foods that I was missing over those few months that I had focused on the adrenal fatigue. And I just realized recently that I have to go back to my shakes, um, the shakes that have the spinach, the protein powder, and the rice because waking up and having orange juice first thing in the morning was just like rocking my day in all the wrong ways possible. And it sort of started to get to me over time. So I found that having a very balanced meal when it comes to complex carbohydrates, so some type of grain that is not a refined grain, so rice, wild rice, quinoa, buckwheat, oats, um, mixed with a lot of veggies, whether it's greens or broccoli, uh, mixed veggies, and some type of protein, and it can be protein powder or soy protein or lots of nuts, um, hummus, nut butters, and even some meats. For me, I needed to eat some meats, but having those mixed together was really important at helping my body maintain consistent blood sugar in between meals. And that's what my body really needed to help heal the whole situation that was going on. And that is like the biggest like 
factor that I have to focus on. Um, now, I typically don't like mixing so much stuff, so uh, I like having more mono meals, and since I can't have as many fresh fruits or things that alkali alkalize me, I tend to wake up with fresh lemon water and keep lemon in my water all the time and even supplement with some alkaline water as well. And the last question is from Alondra Romy. What is the meaning of my tattoo? If you guys don't know, I actually have four tattoos, but I believe she means this one on my wrist. So that is what it looks like. It is a weird looking tattoo. And I know it looks funny, and it is messed up actually, but it is the initials or the letters I-A-O. And I-A-O st stands for, I was gonna say stands for, still stands for, it's all opportunity. So it's kind of ironic that this tattoo ended up getting messed up because the background or the idea of it being all opportunity means that in any situation, no matter who's right, who's wrong, whether it's your fault, somebody else's fault, whether it's something that you deserve or don't deserve, it doesn't matter. All that matters is if you exercise the opportunity to practice being who you want to be. And that is like the hardest thing ever because sometimes our habits, our triggers, how we were raised, what our belief systems were up to this point, they sort of subconsciously drive us to respond or act or think or perceive in ways that we might necess not necessarily feel like is serving us. The beauty of life is that every moment, be it now an easy moment or later a challenging moment, it's all opportunity to choose to be who you wanna be. And every opportunity we take to exercise that, the more we become. Who we are now is a residual outcome of what we did and chose to do yesterday. But every moment we have the opportunity to change that so that we can be the best that we can be and so that we can help create and manifest and uh, generate a residual outcome in the future for who and how we wanna be. So anyways, that is the meaning of my tattoo and it kind of got messed up by this tattoo artist and you know i didn't it was just one of those like new tattoo shops and i just wasn't thinking about it i was young and it got messed up and i thought oh my gosh i'm so bummed about this like i'm kind of upset but it's an opportunity so it ended up being a really meaningful tattoo to me and yeah that is what it means so I want to thank you guys so much for your questions. This is fun. I hope you guys get a lot of value in um, hearing some of the answers to this. If you guys have more questions, be sure to stick them in the comments below. Again, let me know you like this video by hitting thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't. We talk about all things minimalism, adding value to our life, our health, our happiness, and some business and family life stuff as well. Thank you guys as always for joining me. I appreciate you so much. Go out there, remember to be good, be great, be grateful most of all. I'm grateful for you and I will see you guys in the next video. Ciao.